You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, week one edition of the Payday Podcast, the gambling arm of the Off Day Podcast. I know when you guys don't hear Andy and Ryan, as I said in the intro to the other day's uh, Off Day episode, you guys like to switch. Give us a chance, please. Uh, keep listening. It's it's week one. It's uh, John Anderson, Chris Scheim. We're just going to give uh, three of our picks uh, for this week in uh, in the NFL and one best bet, and that's what's coming up here on the payday. All right, and Chris Scheim now joining us from Parts Unknown. Scheim, where in the world are you? Uh, I am still in Parts Unknown, and I don't even know where I am, I'll be honest with you. Too many White Claws? Uh, no, actually, I have a nice Diet Coke. A Diet Coke. Hmm. A Diet have, Coke. Yep. Have I detailed to you my, my go-to coping uh, mechanism? Yeah, isn't it pizza and a Mountain Dew? It's pizza in bed with Mountain Dew, or I just bring the <laughs> bottle of wine in with me. That works, too, honestly. And that's what—that's probably what I'll be doing a lot uh, Monday morning after I get every single one of these picks wrong, because that is what always happens. As you witnessed last year with my 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 forte into gambling, of course I just used the complete wrong word there. Definitely not my Matt forte into gambling. Uh, before before Matt we get forte. into our our the award winning news segment and uh, our picks, though, please follow the Off Day Podcast on Twitter at Off Day Pod. I don't know, Shyam. I don't know if you are involved in the steak dinner, but uh, we are currently uh, about three hundred forty away from a thousand as Skate Pod is uh, approaching within seventy, I believe. And Here's the thing I'm going to say. I don't think I'm associated with the steak dinner, which is really unfair for the fattest guy on the channel to not be associated with the steak dinner. But aside from that, you should go follow the Off Day Pod regardless. Yeah, that's the Twitter account, uh, Gmail, Off Day the Podcast at gmail.com. And if you do send an email to that and you're trying to send it to Shime and I, uh, which we got none of this week, <laughs> make sure you well, say who up. you are addressing it to. Put payday in the uh, the line or something there. Uh, we also we do have a Facebook page, facebook.com uh, slash Podcast. Instagram is at Podcast as well. And we are in the midst of Nostradamus week. So by the time this comes out, you'll have uh, the, the first day I didn't give my picks. The second day I did give my picks because I made space for me. And I know I said to you last episode, I said, oh, Shine, we'll put your, episode, your, your picks on there too. Don't look like that's going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. That's okay. If you <laughs> we, want to we, find my picks, just tweet at me. I'll give them to you. Yeah, and they, they were all on uh, Dale, Dale and Keith the other day. So go on the radio.com app, download the podcast, sure. and you'll get them. Um, so let's get into this news segment before we do our uh, picks. <laughs> it gets me every time. You're never going to not laugh at it. Uh, so nope, where we are at with this Antonio Brown thing as of right now is that he – is likely going to get suspended by the Raiders because he apparently threatened to fight Mike Mayock during practice, which for, first off, who wins that fight, A.B. or Mike Mayock? A hundred percent it's A.B., and it's not even a question. Really? The guy has crazy guy strength. I th- see, I think Mike Mayock wins that. 
I think Mike uh, Mayock's much bigger than him. I think Mike Mayock well, will disappear. I think so too, but AB has crazy guy strength. But Mike like Mayock... Very, we can clearly tell AB is a little cuckoo. But you know what Mayock will do is he will disappointed dad stare at AB until he gives. <laughs> it's true. But Mike Mayock has a, he has an all-time disappointed dad look on him. <laughs> this is very true. I'll give you that. That's fair. Uh, so, Shime, you were on the record as picking the Raiders over six and a half wins. I don't know if this has impacted the line per se yet, but let's say in let's say a world is about to happen. We're at a fork in the road, and we are about to head down the path in which Antonio Brown does not play a single game for the Oakland Raiders this year. Do you flip to under six and a half if the line were to stay at six and a half? Yeah, if uh, if Antonio Brown does not play a single game this year, I'm flipping that line immediately. I think Antonio game is good enough to win them two or three games on the year, um, and so that alone would put them under six and a half, in my opinion. So I was under before. Now I'm way under. <laughs> well, let's now say, you're like, ooh, you might be as bad as Miami. Was that the lowest under, the lowest over under in the league? No, Miami was it. I think four, four and a half. So let's say Oakland drops to five and a half. What about that? Uh, Antonio Brown doesn't play a game. I'm still, I'm still leaning under, um, but that that makes it really difficult for me. I mean, realistically, how many games? How many games would they even suspend him for? They haven't even done anything yet. Uh, is any, I, I, the fact that they're suspending him at all is ridiculous to me. He's Antonio Brown. Just let him go play football. So you're you're on the Jermaine Wiggins side of this argument? Yeah, like, dude, come on, like this is, and it's not like he's out doing drugs. It's not like he, well, you, you don't know, know that. beat his wife or kid. Like, it's not like he's throwing <laughs> furniture off of balconies onto children. Like you knew what you were getting into when you acquired him. Just put him on the football field and let's get over this. By the way, did you see who uh, drafted Antonio Brown in their fantasy league? I did not. Was it you? No, no. Take take a wild guess. Uh, yeah, Mike Matansky. No, no. Although that would be that would be funny as well. Uh, OJ Simpson. I'm, okay. <laughs> of course he did. He's, he's got Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. He's got OJ. Yeah, he hit up a Twitter video. He's like, what's up, Twitter world? My man, Antonio. Like, why Why you got to do this to me? Same exact thing for Andrew Luck. So either his social media, either he actually did this or his social media team was like, OJ, you just you just need to pretend you drafted all these people because it's going to be hysterical. So next thing he's going to he's going to come out next week and be like, Aaron Hernandez, my man. I drafted <laughs> oh, you. Why you. Brett Favre, why you got to retire? I drafted you. The juice, probably not the best. uh Best fantasy drafter. All right, let's knock out these week one picks. So we're gonna give, we're gonna each give let's three. Go. Hopefully that we yep. did not discuss this beforehand. Uh, so hopefully they are not the same ones. Then we'll, we will each give our best uh, pick of the week. So uh, I will let you kick the uh, kick this off. Uh, so I think the first game for me, and a lot of these games are tough because going into week one, you're really unsure of exactly what teams are. Uh, a team like the Cardinals, for example, have probably not given you their actual offense yet due to preseason football. But uh, regardless of that, we think we're experts, so we're going to give you the best picks available anyways. And so I think for me... Well, we are experts. I think, yeah, you, you, it's true. Uh, I think ultimately, for me, uh, I'm going to take uh, the Dallas Cowboys. are favored by 7.5 over the Giants, and I think I'm going to take that. Um, I know that's a lot of points, especially on opening day and a division opponent, but I'm pretty sure Dallas is... Six and one in the last seven games against the Giants on opening day. Um, Zeke is gonna play, uh, I guess. I mean, he signed his contract. I don't know if he's ready to play Week One or not. 
honestly, I don't even think that that matters uh, against the Giants. I think the Giants are still garbage. Uh, as long as Eli's their quarterback, I don't think they're going to be good. The only way the Giants even cover this is if Saquon runs for like 200 yards or the Dallas offense is completely inept, which I don't see happening. I'm going to take Dallas minus seven and a half. So my first pick, uh, I'm going something similar, except it's a it's a road team, believe it or not. So they're they're ten point favorites, uh, I believe, but they're they're on the road, so they knocked down to seven. If they were at home, they'd be ten point favorite. That is the Baltimore Ravens. They are favored by seven mm-hmm. at the Miami Dolphins, and this yeah, I is love that pick. Th- there really isn't much explanation to this, other than one team is ultra talented and one team isn't. Like I, I like I don't I don't got that you know their the Ravens opening day record when playing in you know unless there's a hurricane again it, can can I do a hurricane asterisk on this one because every, anyone who sure. bet that I Titans last year probably found out the hard way that you never this did, is did like har- your last minute bet like right. like the games at one o'clock like, like you want to put this bet in at like twelve fifty yeah did Hurricane Dorian hit yet what's up with that I don't I don't, I don't exactly know but it's to anyone in the Florida area please stay safe did it. Oh, it's in the Carolinas, so don't oh, okay. don't don't, don't, don't bet the Panthers. I guess if they're if they're okay. home, so the Panthers are at home. That's very right. anti-Florida of me. Yeah, it is, but you know, it is what it is. That's 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 Floridist right there. Uh, but yeah, my, my first pick, Baltimore. Uh, and, and well, there there is a note here because last year uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick came out and lit up the Saints defense. This Baltimore defense, I think, is a bit better than the Saints defense. Like, I think Baltimore might have the best secondary in the league. Um, they probably they, they definitely have the deepest secondary right and he's he's also not throwing to mike evans and chris godwin and adam humphreys like he and deshaun jackson like he was last year in that game like he's throwing to who did i don't even know who they had like albert wilson jakeem grant i can't name yeah albert wilson's really the only person you need to worry about and, and that's the yards after the catch is like the sixth best in the league over the last three years Right, but if 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 they think he's that big of an issue, like they'll just double him. But also, they exactly. have a pretty good front seven. So I, yeah, I I I'm taking Baltimore uh, minus seven. Your, uh, your second pick. Uh, my second pick. I'm actually going to go to uh, down to your boy. Um, I'm going to take the uh, Falcons uh, plus three and a half in Minnesota against the Vikings. Um, I think that Minnesota's getting the three points for being at home. I get that. But I think the Falcons are a better team. I think Minnesota is going to get too caught up in quote-unquote running the damn football. And the half point for me is really nice. Gives you kind of that extra little leeway. Uh, I think the Falcons keep this close and probably end up winning it regardless. So I don't even hate the money line at plus 160. But uh, ultimately, I'll take the pa- Falcons plus three and a half. And my second pick, and this is one that you and I have harped on. It's the brand, so i got to roll with it. Colts plus six and a half at the L.A. Chargers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Chargers already banged up on both sides of the ball. That Colts, The Colts' front seven is very similar to the – or the, their D-line, I should say, specifically. It's very similar to the Patriots' D-line as in – I mean, most people can't really name anyone on it that aren't Colts fans or aren't us because we know who Marcus Hunt and Danico Autry are. Uh, but they have it, – it's very – like, everybody on it is good and there's not a superstar. So it's kind of similar to the Patriots in that way. And the, the Chargers O-line already wasn't great, and they still don't have Russell Okung, and they probably won't have him for the whole season if he has the same uh, blood clot uh, thing that, that David Andrews has got going there. So they're already going to have to start a backup tackle, and the, the other side of their O-line wasn't good to begin with. So I think Phillip Rivers is going to have a tough time, and they'll, I think may, they may actually realize that they miss Melvin Gordon more than, uh, more than they're letting on right now, or more than they, admit, they like to admit right now. 
Um, but on the other side of the ball, so you've got Derwin James already out. And this is also a case of you you and I are heavy numbers people. We we love the oh, yeah. analytics. You know the Chargers the you know the Chargers are the only team or I don't know if they're the only team in the league. I think the Giants might fall in this category as well. They don't even have an analytics department. What? Yeah. What are you, what are you living in the nineteen eighties? Yeah, pretty much. Oh no, that's good. Good job, LA. They literally just don't have one. So you've got a team and I don't so want to say they're dumb. They're I don't want to refer to them as a dumb team for not having that. Uh, but I would definitely classify the Colts as a smart team. And I'd say, like, Jacoby Brissett might be the worst starter on the team, and you and I have banged the drum for him enough. Uh, but I think, that being said, you know, the line's six and a half. So they don't, they, like, they, they, like, they only have to, they, they don't have to win the game, obviously. No, they just have to keep it close. Because that's what that means, so. <laughs> and the other thing, too, about keeping it close is we, the Chargers have had history with horrible kickers anyways. So they're bound to miss one or two field goals, so it kind of works out. And uh, um, what are we on, three? Yeah, so your third pick. Yeah. So my third pick was tough. There's not a lot of um, clear-cut winners to me this week, um, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make Keith really happy here. I'm going to ride with the Cleveland Browns favored Ooh. by six at home against the Titans. Um, I just think I, I think week one is generally an issue, but at the same time, you've had so much time to prepare. And um, I think the one thing Freddie Kitchens may be pretty good at, I don't even, I can't even guarantee this, but I think that he's going to be a pretty good play caller. And if he's calling the offensive plays this week, I think they're going to have a plan really well laid out. It feels really Andy Reid esque to me when you start a season, when you have all that time to prepare. Um, and so I just think that I think Baker is going to be unbelievably prepared for this Tennessee team that I, I think really sucks. I think the Tennessee Titans are not good. Their offense is garbage. So don't expect them to score a lot of points. So even if their defense is halfway decent, I think Cleveland can score, you know, plenty of points. I think Cleveland can, can score 20, and I don't think Tennessee can score 14. So I'm going to take the Browns uh, at minus six. Do you, do you recall last season when I, the Titans were my, my dark horse Super Bowl pick? Yeah, sure do. Yep, I I wrote a very very long expose on medium dot com about. <laughs> I believe it was titled "The Tennessee Titans Are the Biggest Threat to the Patriots' AFC Supremacy This Year," and it was a photo of Malcolm Butler. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, on on paper, that team like could have had thirteen wins if you were looking at it objectively, as I was obviously before the season. Yeah, and you're just a really big Mariota guy, too, which kind of... I am a big Mariota guy, and see, the thing is with Mariota, I still think we don't know. Well, yeah, I don't think he's been in a great offense. I don't think he's had a great coach. I I think he's been... I think he needs to be put in a different system, and then we'll have a better idea, but I also don't think he is, you know, world talent, so... And the the problem is, I don't think he's going to be in a good offense this year, either. I don't think it's going to no, be a good system be. again because they, they hired their tight ends coach as their offensive coordinator because apparently he's been the tight ends coach since, like, I don't know, like the Missouri Compromise. So they basically were like, all right, he's been sitting around. Sorry, you want to know what other team did that too? The Patriots. The Houston Texans. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, no. oh, yeah, that's, wait, that, I heard this exercise on, uh, I believe it was on the Ringer NFL show. Name, <laughs> yeah. name the Texans You're... offensive coordinator. I don't think I can you... right now. I think it's either Tim or Chris Kelly. I believe that's the name. Um, no, Chris. No, I'm, Chris. Chris Kelly is from the rap group. Chris Cross Kelly is, is that his name? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, uh, it, uh, Tim Kelly. I nailed it. Look at that. There we go, Tim Kelly. Uh, my third pick. I'm surprised we actually made it through this without. I, I joked at the beginning about us not uh, 
telling each other what our picks were in advance. We actually didn't, and we actually didn't have. We'll see what happens with our best pick. Pittsburgh plus six at the Patriots. Wow. Okay. And, well, and I gotta hear I'd also, this. I'd also like to, I'd also like to take the under in this one as well. Forty nine and a half. I know we didn't really do over unders, but. Wow. Uh, the Patriots. Okay. You, the Patriots you're, to, you're really gonna have to sell me on this one, brother. So the Patriots always start off the year slow. That that is that is that is factual. I don't. So I don't think they're gonna For put sure. up big numbers in this game. They also um, the the Steelers. Well, both teams went through transition as well. So the Steelers have a lot of new pieces. They have only Juju, which the Patriots' defense is easily easily going to shut down Juju. I don't think Juju's going to do anything. James Conner might run them over. Jalen Samuels might. Remember last year? Last year they didn't even play James Conner. Last year, Jalen Samuels just ran sweeps around the defense the entire game. True. So I think it's just going to be a low-scoring affair, and I'm going. That's kind of that's kind of been the take though as of late. Like I've, I think Tom Carn said that on his podcast too. Like, this game's going to be played in the teens. I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think I think it's going to be within three. Because if 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 a game's played in the teens like that, if it's low, usually it's with usually it's by like three or four points. So that's why I think plus six is a good uh, is a good line to take for the Steelers. I do think the Patriots will win this. Will win that game. Um, yeah, yeah. That's my uh, so that, that's my third. So uh, your your best bet of the week. So my best bet of the week. I'm going to give you a nice little four-way parlay that I think is basically. <sighs> I, I, I feel very confident in it. I don't know about you. We'll see we'll see your opinion on it. So the first off right away, I'm gonna take the Baltimore Ravens money line at minus three twenty. If you're feeling really good about Baltimore, you can even take the minus seven uh and drop it down to a, a minus one ten. That works too. But I'm gonna take the Ravens money line right off the bat. I'm gonna pair that with the Patriots money line at minus two forty because the Patriots, Tom Brady at home against the Steelers, it has averages like 350 plus yards and over three and a half touchdowns per game and has not thrown an interception um, in forever. So honestly, I, I don't see the Patriots losing to the Steelers at all. I don't, I don't think it's a possibility. I also think the Cowboys are a very sure thing against the Giants. They're at home. Opening day record against the Giants is always good. I think Dak's going to come out hot. And if Zeke's playing, that's just going to make them even better. That's another minus 340 to tack on. And then the final piece that, can kind of go one of two ways. I think I'm going to take the Falcons plus three and a half at the minus 110. I was really toying with the Falcons money line at plus 160, but I just feel like I'm not as confident in the Falcons outright winning, but I'm very confident in them keeping it close. So I'm going to take the Falcons plus three and a half. You bet all four of those, and you're going to get yourself a nice $100 bet to win $360. Now, it's not huge, huge value, but for me, I feel like that is – a, a great investment right there in trying to find teams that will win and or cover the spread. And I think ultimately that is going to be Sean Time's best bet of the week. So my mine, I had a, I had a three-way parlay, uh, two, so two of which were ones I already hit on, although I'm now noticing I, I filled it out wrong on this slip that calculates it, so I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to switch that under. So I had mentioned the Patriots-Steelers under before. Uh, let me do. Let me hit the recalculate button here. The other two components of this, it, it's roughly the same. So I, I had accidentally clicked on the uh, the Raiders and the Steelers under, which are not sorry, not the the Raiders and the Broncos. So Patriots Steelers under forty nine and a half. Uh, Eagles money line and Ravens money line. That pretty much doubles whatever whatever you bet on it roughly. Um, so the, the only component there I hadn't hit on is Eagles in there. I would even I would even. Hold on. Let, let, let's see what just this little change does to this. If I go yeah, Eagles it's, minus it's ten, it's plus plus one ninety eight, just about. 
Oh boy, yeah. So if you bet if you bet $100, if you switch what I just said and you switch it to Eagles minus 10, $100 gets you $358. And I I think the Eagles easily cover that, especially at home against the Redskins who probably are going to have the worst offense in the league. Probably worse than Miami's to be honest cuz at least my at least Tannehill's just going to throw or sorry, uh I'm still in Tannehill mode. At least Fitzpatrick's just going to bomb it and they'll probably score points that way sometimes and probably still lose games. But the Eagles stacked roster against the Redskins offense and even even the other way around. I know the Redskins have a good defense as well, but we can't underrate the Eagles offense there. When it comes down to it, that is this is this is also sort of like a smart versus a dumb team thing, but also like, yeah, like sure. the, the Eagles are just monumentally better than the Redskins, and even though the Redskins have a good defense, you have the there there, there can sometimes be the the ripple effect from having a bad offense or even having a bad offensive line that puts their defense in bad positions if they turn over on their own side of the field or in their own red zone, uh, things like that. So yeah, my my best bet there was uh, Eagles minus ten uh, against the Redskins parlayed with the under for the Patriots Steelers, which was 49 and a half and the uh, Ravens money line over the Dolphins. All right. Want to do a speed round? Let's do it. All right. So we had already hit on uh Falcons Vikings. You took the Falcons uh, plus three and a half in your parlay, I believe, or it might've been one of your picks, but I'm also taking yeah, it was Falcons. one of my picks and in my parlay as well. Yeah. Yep. So I'm also taking Falcons plus three and a half. I had already taken the Ravens uh, minus seven on the Dolphins. Uh, who do you yeah, have? I'm there? also, I'm riding Ravens there as well. Okay. Uh, Bill, uh, Jets are minus three at home against the Bills. This is a tough one. I think I probably take the Jets just based on that they're at home, and I think the, I think that uh, the Bills' offense might take a couple weeks to get going. Yeah, I agree. I'm also with the Jets here. I really like the. I actually really like the Jets money line at minus one forty five. That's pretty good value. So Chiefs are minus four on the road against the Jaguars. This is this is a tough one, and I I think I I think I take Chiefs. But I think I don't think the Jaguars' defense is going to make it easy for them, and I still think the Chiefs will cover. Because, um, as I know. said earlier, I felt very Andy Reidish about Freddie Kitchens coming out of into Week One. Andy Reid is spectacular out of bye weeks and starting the season. Uh, a couple years ago, he beat the Patriots on opening night. Like Andy Reid, always when he has time to prepare, is a very very good coach. I think this is Kansas City all the way. I almost even put him in my parlay. But the Jacksonville factor just kind of made me stay away. Well, he's he's coming off of like thirty bye weeks in a row right now, so they should blow yeah. them out by a lot. You know what? Take the over, parlay it with uh, whatever the whatever the spread is minus four. Do all that. I would put your college fund on it. Your kid's college. Fund. There you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, and then we we didn't mention this one at all. Rams on the road against the Panthers. Rams uh, favored by three. Who you got? I'm actually leaning Carolina here, the underdog. Uh, it's kind of an anti-chalk pick. I think the Rams are going to be good. I just think traveling cross-country, if there's any hurricane-like weather, it's going to be a very run-heavy game. Traveling I still east. need to see. Yeah, they're traveling across <laughs> the country. I still need to see Todd Gurley um, before I'm convinced that this Rams offense is going to be good uh, on the ground. So give me the Carolina Panthers at plus three. Yeah, and we... they're at home. Like a home dog, like – Home dogs, that's one of the things I've learned in betting. Home dogs early in the season are always nice, especially if it's a good football team that happens to be a home dog because they're playing another good football team. I really like Carolina at plus three. Right. We had talked about Cam Newton before about, you know, this season sort of relies on him not being injured. Well, he's not injured right now, so <laughs> exactly. they, should, they should be able to overwhelm the defense uh, with 
McCaffrey and some of those younger uh, receiving pieces. Uh, Browns, Titans, you had already hit on. I think I also take the Browns uh, minus six in this one. Eagles, I took minus 10 over the Redskins. Who do you got in this one? I got Eagles minus 10. It's a big number, but I'm riding Eagles. And then Seahawks uh, have the Bengals in town. Seahawks are favored by nine and a half on this one. Um, Again, another giant number. I still ride the Seahawks at home. I think the Bengals are awful, but I just I gen I tend to try and stay away from those giant numbers in Week One. Right. Uh, I think I go with the Seahawks there as well. Uh, Colts Chargers. We already talked about. Uh, well, I did actually. Who do you have that in that? Yeah, I'm going to ride Colts here as well. Plus six and a half is really nice. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett has a chance to be Pro Bowl esque. I'm going. I'm going Colts. And come down the wire here, Lions, Cardinals, Lions on the road. I believe they are Lions. Oh, Lions are actually favored by three in this one, but they, the the game is in Arizona. Do we yeah, care about do, how much home dog? Do do we care yeah, about Arizona. this game? <laughs> no, this is this is the ultimate trash game of the week. Nobody's going to watch this game except if you live in the Detroit area or the Arizona area. And then, uh, and maybe Gi- even then, they may not. Giants seven and a half point underdogs on the road against the Cowboys. Cowboys on opening day in Dallas. Post Romo, I feel like is like just give me the Cowboys. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Oh, uh, yeah, and you already hit on that one as well. So 49ers Buccaneers, there's actually no line for. They aren't letting. I don't think they're letting people bet this game. Yeah, I, I think it, I don't know if it's just a pick 'em or there's no line or what. If it's well, a pick hurricane, em, give Dorian. me the Forty Nine. Oh, but then why are they giving us a Miami line? That's in Miami. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, that was uh, a bit. I'm actually, I actually say give me the Buccaneers. I'm riding the Buccaneers in this one. I think. They have a chance to have a decent offense this year. I'm going to ride Bucks at home. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Never get along. Uh, I took Steelers plus six already. Who do you got? Yeah, I got the Patriots minus six. It's not even close. I think they're going to wipe the floor with the Steelers. Okay, we can fight tomorrow. Uh, yep. Texans on the road Monday night, the early game. They are down by – they are favored – or excuse me, the Saints. Sorry, Glenn Norway looking at me through the window right now. <laughs> Hi, Glenn. You guys recording a podcast? <laughs> you guys go to bucket and you see those TVs. You should put it on the FM dial. <laughs> uh, Saints favored by seven at home against the Texans. Yeah, give me the Saints minus seven. I just, I mean, they're a very favorited Super Bowl pick. I had them as my Super Bowl pick for a little bit. Like, I just, they're going to be good. Give me the Saints. I'll actually take Houston plus seven in that one. I think the Saints win the game, but I think Houston uh, covers. Deshaun Watson tends to come on late in those games, unless he tears his ACL. True. The garbage time game. points. Uh, and then another game I don't care about, but I'll watch because it's on TV. Raiders. Yeah, late Monday night game. Raiders at home, two-point underdogs against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> A.B. Is, so is A.B. officially suspended for this game, or do we not know? I don't know? know. We don't know what the suspension is yet. Unless it's happened since we've been recording this. And if if AB if AB plays, I take the home dog plus two. If AB doesn't play, I take Denver minus two. I think that's basically where I stand. I know I'm riding the fence here. But that line's gonna, that line's going to change if he it doesn't actually play. So as of right now, it's uh, it's Raiders are are down are two point underdogs at home. I don't know. I think I take. That's a tough one. I, I do think I take the Broncos in that because I still think Tom Cable's a dumbass, and I think Denver's defense sure. is going to be way too good for the uh, Raiders' offense to handle. All right, that's, that's fair. So that, there's there's the uh, there's the, the the speed round right there. Uh, week one of the lines. I know week one are already, but hey, again at Off Day Pod on Twitter. Uh, follow all of our social media. And uh, get ready for Andy and Ryan, uh, Jim and Pete tomorrow with the fantasy show. Andy and Ryan post game Sunday night, 
record in the wee hours of the morning in the doldrums of Gillette. Hopefully not in Michael Giardi's little cage like it was this past week. If anybody saw the video, it was pretty funny. Uh, but also follow all of follow and listen to all of the other podcasts on this network except for the Skate Pod. So listen to Five Out, listen to the Bradfoe Show, listen to the Lucy and Elaine Show, listen to the Off Day, all of our branches. Don't listen to the Skate Pod. Actually, unfollow the Skate Pod. And also don't forget to tweet <laughs> at Mike Giardi saying he owes us a uh, he owes us an appearance on the podcast as well. So I think uh, that's fair. We'll be back next week, week two. Uh, Shime, say bye. Bye, guys. Follow us on Twitter, at JohnTom, at JohnWE. Oh, yeah. We always forget to plug ourselves. You're so selfish. I I do it. You you know what, John? We got to think long term here, you know? Okay, I got you. All right, toodaloo.